to Land Parties, episode 85 from the Las Vegas Review Journal. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, my co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? My weekend was great. I am coming off the high from Gamescom. Lots of great announcements, lots of fun. Other than that, though, I uh, took a couple days off to just kind of relax and get caught up with some housework. So a very productive and fun weekend for myself. Ryan, how was your weekend? It was fantastic. Again, we all know I was all pumped up about Destiny 2, so I've been grinding super hard on Season 15. We got another raid in. I finally got the Vex Mythoclast back. It's back in my hands, baby. Uh, so that, that was awesome. Very successful uh, raids there. And then really, other than that, I haven't been playing much. I've been trying to get some time in on War of Wakanda. I have not really gotten... Actually, you know what? Last night, I beat the DLC for uh, uh, Watch Dogs Legion nice. uh, Bloodline. So that was... That actually... I actually enjoyed that. I know it was with uh, Aiden. Aiden uh, Pierce was back in it. He's the one from uh, uh, the first one. He was the protagonist in the first and the second one. So, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun. And, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So other than that, just just doing baby things, uh, being a dad. So that's that's been good. But enough about us. Uh, please, our guest, Sorakai, variety streamer, very unique, the one-handed gamer. How are you, my friend? I'm handy. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good. So, um, Good, good. It's a pleasure to be here. I just now noticed you're wearing an Avengers shirt, so I'm loving that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am, I am uh, pumped. And, and I, don't, I don't know, do you play uh, uh, Avengers at all? So a actual follower I had actually gifted it to me, and I'm, nice. I started a uh, YouTube series on it. I haven't uploaded nothing. I've made like, I've got about an hour into it probably, so it's about, I've not really got enough to say if I like it or if I don't like it, but I was right. definitely excited to play it. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a solid story. Uh, The for me, the PvP multiplayer experience is a little lacking. I wish they would have not even focused on that at all and just focused on story, story storyline stuff and things of that nature. But uh, I'm enjoying this new DLC uh, that came out here, War in Wakanda. So that, that is dope. But uh, before we get into it, you know, let's get into a couple of topics. Obviously, of course, it had to happen. Uh, basically, the moment after our show last week, we find not really. It was, it was, I think they announced it during Gamescom, but it felt like it. We finally have a release date for Halo Infinite. How excited are you, Lucas? Whoa. I am excited. Yeah. I'm I'm relieved because as we had just talked about last episode, I wasn't even sure that we would get it this year. Like I was still right. nervous about that. Uh for so first of all, all you Halo fans, you're welcome because I think we caused <laughs> this to happen. <laughs> we sent it out to the universe. So you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's nice to have a, a date on the books. December 8th is going to quickly approach. Uh, you know, and it makes sense. Um, and Xbox needs a Halo game for the holidays. You know, we haven't yeah. gotten it yet, and uh, we're all super excited for it. It's, <laughs> I mean, the excitement's a little bit tempered by previous announcements of what won't be available right away, but right. I'm still excited overall, and I'm just glad that it's still coming. There's always that, there was always that tint of nervousness, so now that we finally have a date, 
I can just start the countdown. Yeah, exactly. And you're right. It is kind of a little overshadowed by the fact that we know that it's not going to be co-op or forge uh, out the gate. And, and it's funny, too, because we had spoken about this on the GameCast. I thought people were going to be more upset about the co-op. Uh, speaking with you last week, it seems like, you know, forge is also a big deal to people as well. So two big features not coming out the gate is a little disappointing, but you're right. We're, we're this deep into a next, you know, new generation of consoles and Xbox doesn't have any first party games out. They, they had to, they had to, I, I feel like they had to, they couldn't have gone this holiday season without this game releasing. So I'm pumped. This is also a game pass day one game as well. So, you know, I'm be, I'm gonna be playing it. And now I have a, a deadline for when I have to finish the other halos <laughs> before hopping into this campaign. Luckily I can still play multiplayer if it doesn't happen, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's good to know that there's a, actually a date on the books. Cause I was kind of in the same camp as you dude i was like i don't know that it's necessarily gonna make it this year you know i think they're pushing real hard but for them to solidify and and actually have a date makes me very confident what are your thoughts on it uh travis how do you you, do you play halo at all so i am very uh dwelled into the halo community that's actually how i met um ryan here so lucas here because uh he uh he messaged me on one of the halo groups to post uh the land party thing. So um, I run uh, one of the bigger Halo groups. So anyway, though, um, I, I do play Halo. I've played Halo since I was like a little kid. Um, actually, I used to think I was horrible at Halo, but my cousin was like MLG. He was good. And mm-hmm. we didn't ha- I didn't have internet at the time, so I only got to play with him when he'd come over to my house. And when I finally got internet, I started playing. I was amazing at it. And what I didn't realize was playing against him and losing a thousand times over actually made me decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I got how I got good at NBA Live. Yeah, I got my butt kicked <laughs> up and down all the time until one day – I finally beat the dude I was always playing and he couldn't beat me again. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, I've gotten good. <laughs> well, I've never, I never beat him. That never happened. Like I've never <laughs> lost. A, I never won a single match, but, and that made me think I was horrible. So Halo two, you know, I booted up, booted up on Xbox 360 um, way back in the day. I went on live for the first time. Cause I had that amazing, horrible Kentucky internet that I thought was good. <laughs> I got in there and I just started winning and I'm like, I, what i'm good at this <laughs> like, what is this it was, just, it was so foreign to me but i ended up stopped playing halo for a long time like i'm talking halo 5 come out i played it i quit playing for years and i recently mm-hmm. just got back into halo mcc and all the skill i had is gone it, it's not there and i've not <laughs> took enough time to gain it back but when i mm-hmm. played the halo infinite flight test and i actually have streams of me playing it um i done amazing i done pretty good and i loved it the bots were insane uh, they, they, they seemed like they learned. I had a bot that teabagged me, um, 343. <laughs> they, they claimed that it was a glitch, and that's all it was, but they are lying because there was just one bot. It's 343 Loke, and I killed him from behind, and I teabagged him, and I swear to you that bot made it personal because it purposely <laughs> – Hunted me down through this whole match. And every time it killed me, it teabagged me. I'm like, what what is this? I'm convinced that that was not a bot. That was somebody at 343 playing. (laughs) Because it made it personal. (laughs) I'm like, geez. 
That is amazing. <laughs> I wish I was recording or streaming when that happened, but I wasn't. Like I had nothing set up or anything. My my capture card wasn't loaded up or nothing. And I'm like, how? Why did this happen yeah. when I have no way to prove it? Right. Yes. <laughs> but luckily, other people were like, the bots were teabagging me, and I'm like, okay, I'm not alone. Yeah. This happened to others. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, no, no, that was a that was some sort of weird glitch. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all were y'all were turning on the switch and playing yourselves. Don't lie. <laughs> you're, you're you're gonna be marked by three four three as that crazy Halo streamer. <laughs> yeah, the one that spits uh, theories, <laughs> crackpot theories. <laughs> I am super excited to to play it though. It looks it looks good, and it's a it's one you know obviously Destiny being a derivative of Halo. Um, you know, even going through, I'm still in the first one, but there's so, you know, it feels so familiar already. Uh, the mechanics are very similar. So it's like, I'm really excited to dive in as somebody that's kind of going in blind. I don't really know much about the campaign. Uh, I'm really excited to play cause I love, I love PVP as well in destiny. So I feel like it, it'll play very similarly to how destiny does. So I, I'm excited to, to get it in. And, and of course, game pass. So it's like I already got the game. Yeah. It's like I already have the game, and I love it. If if there's one cause for concern, and this might be just the conspiracy theorist in me, it's their wording was expected December eighth, and mm. I told a friend, Expecting. I'm like, that makes me just just still have just a little bit of worry that they're they're wording as expected then and not it's coming out then, uh, right. Because that leaves them a little bit of wiggle room to say, well, we expected it to be ready, but no. So I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it'll happen, but uh, made me a little curious on why they worded it that way during Gamescom. If they uh, if they do delay it again, you guys, the day they delay it, y'all pray for me. Because when 343 breathes, the Facebook group goes crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they just yeah. lose their marbles. It's bad. <laughs> Uh, they they've you guys have been very patient as far as with the development of this game but again i'm i'm very much in the camp of i would rather wait than than a game launch you know half cocked and and then it has all kinds of problems because it's so hard to recover uh from issues like that we've seen that with outriders we saw it with the, the only one again the one that always comes to my mind is no man's sky where they made that triumphant you know turnaround from what it was to what we originally thought it was going to be out the gate um but you, you know it it's just especially nowadays people are so quick to move on to new games and things like that you you can't really afford to to have a bad launch or just i mean anything outside of the norm or something that is excessively long and not getting handled i feel like is always an issue they need this to be a successful launch uh and help you know help uh uh kind of bring in that here's why you need this new xbox series x cuz this first party game is on here and 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 you need it so We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. You got another game though, Lucas, that that you're excited about. 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, we got uh, our first, I guess, official look at uh, Midnight Suns, which is an XCOM-like Marvel game. Basically, it's from from the people who brought us XCOM. That looks pretty cool uh, in my book. It, you know, it, it's funny. Marvel's games seem to be uh, hitting their stride with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy game looks good. And I can add this to a list of the list of games that I am excited for. Uh, it looks obviously it's it's very different than what we've been getting recently, and I'm all for this. You know, I I love the Marvel universe, and if we can continue to get quality games, hopefully going forward, I am all for this. Right? Are you excited for this one? You have no idea how pumped up I am for this. Number one, Marvel characters. Not only just Marvel characters, but I I, I see there's X Men in here, uh, which I'm I'm so excited for them to be introduced and and brought back into the uh, uh, Marvel world because that was I was like more so than Marvel. I think I was more of a an X Men fan. So just seeing them in anything is awesome. Plus, one of my guilty pleasures is actually uh, tactical games. I love games like that. So I've never played any of the XCOMs. I've heard that they're really good. So I'm really excited to be able to not only play with these characters, but play in a format that I'm going to enjoy. I believe today, uh, release day, or I'm sorry, release for, for the podcast, they're September 1st. They are um, actually showing gameplay for the first time of this game. So I'm excited. We'll be watching and checking that out to see exactly what it looks like because the, the proof's in the pudding. And being able to see actual gameplay will be able to give us a better visual as to what we'll be getting ourselves into. But, I mean, you can't go wrong having these characters. I mean, look at them. Look at them. <laughs> uh, you know, you got Blade there. You know, it's like, come on, man. Like, I want to play this game. And I, I think they'll do justice to it. Obviously, uh, I, I can't remember the uh, uh, there it is. Uh, Firaxis Games is the is the publisher of this, so I'm excited to see what they do with this. This I think is going to be. I, I think it's. I think it has the potential to be pretty successful. We'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. What about you? What about you, Travis? You got any uh, excitement for this game? So. This is a once in a million lifetime thing to ever happen, but somehow I did not know that a comic book game or anything kind of media existed. I, did, I didn't know Midnight Suns mm. was a thing until just now. So half of Ooh. what y'all said went over my head because I was <laughs> I was just eyeballing this trailer. Like I saw I saw Iron Man come down. I'm like, what is this? So um, I noticed. So I don't, I'm not really an XCOM person, but. That did look really, really good, and I've no. I'm, I'm a big comic book fan. Like I'm mm-hmm. wearing a Batman shirt right now. So, <laughs> yeah. I noticed, like right there, uh, they used the new version of Ghost Rider, yeah. which is really cool. I can't remember that guy's name, but that's that's not Doctor Strange. No, not him. The, the oh. Ghost Rider. That's, that's not oh. the original Ghost Rider. It's the new guy. Um, and then uh, I noticed that one. Of, you mentioned the X Men. One of my favorite X Men was in this. I saw her for a split second. It was Magic. Um, she was there, oh. so I'm just sitting here like, oh, I need to play this. This this looks like I need this now. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not sure exactly when this game. I can't remember if they've got a release date for this. I'm guessing it's going to be sometime next year. Uh, 
but I could be wrong. It could be sometime this year as well. I, I, I should uh, take a look and see if I can't uh, find this. this. I mean, it looks awesome, though. This it looks awesome. Look Again, I've never played an XCOM, but I don't care. I am I am jumping in this for sure. I mean, just the, the characters, or at least what we see character-wise uh, from the from the trailer, it just looks, it's just like, oh, yeah, I, yes, I'd love to be able to use these characters in in this tactical game format. I think it's going to be awesome. Try to figure out who that girl is in the middle. Of, like, at first I thought that was Psylocke, but now I'm sitting here like, that, that's not Psylocke. Like, who is yeah, that? I'm not sure who that is. Like, I feel like I should know her, but I'm not. I'm not putting two and two together there. It's called Midnight Suns. That looks that looks really good. That's a that's a different name for a Marvel game too. Like I wouldn't if I heard that just out in the blue, I wouldn't think that was Marvel. Right. Okay, coming March twenty uh twenty twenty two is when it's coming out. I like how they got Blade there with it too. That was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. I love Blade, oh man. <laughs> I'm excited for him to to be introduced because we know that we're going to be getting him in movie format. They're doing a reboot of the Blade series. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when that that might still be a couple years down the road, but I'm just yeah. For I mean, it, it's crazy because Marvel and what they're doing and what they're doing with their universe. It's not only we're not only getting films, we're getting you know shows, we're getting games that are giving us all these different stories. And that's the fun part, I feel like, too, with these games, that they don't have to follow what's happening, per se, in the cinematic universe. They're able to tell their own stories with these familiar characters and tell these new stories and things like this. Like, that Ghost Rider looks crazy. I didn't even know there was a new Ghost Rider. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, there's so, I mean, the world, and, and there's so much to be able to do uh, with these IPs. So I'm glad that they're not just doing one format of games i'm glad that they're expanding and and trying out and dipping into other genres of games as well it's like that's going to be a dope one that's a that's a that is a day one for me uh for sure yeah same here and it's nice to see marvel uh work with a bunch of different developers so you can get a bunch of different takes on these characters which is is what we i hope will happen with star wars now now that we'll see some more interesting star wars content coming out since they're doing a similar thing because you know you had spider-man with insomniac uh crystal Mm -hmm. with avengers and obviously now you've got the XCOM people with midnight sun so it's nice to see a variety of takes and not just a, a similar format and just plug and play with different characters. Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, you know what? Let's take a quick commercial break, and then we're coming back. We're talking everything Sorakai. We're going to dip into his life, what he's got going on. We'll be right back, guys. If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On And on top of that... We'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. 
So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com join. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to the short messages. And now comes the fun part of the interview. And Sora, take us back to the beginning. What got you into gaming and what led you down the streaming path here? Uh, well, I never thought I'd ever be a streamer, actually. Like, I honestly, like, I didn't. I had a Twitch account that I made for something for Warframe from a Twitch drop, and I never touched it like for years. Um, but um, I got into gaming when I was little. Uh, my mom had to work and my dad was sick and stayed home all the time. So nobody really got to like do a lot of things with me. So I was left to like just occupying myself. So games was like that nice outlet for me to like, you know, do things. Um, so gaming's always been a passion for me. And I think actually that's one of the things that's helped me beat like, my disability in a lot of ways because I have a lot of um, hand-eye coordination and stuff. Um, which pun intended one hand hand eye. <laughs> but, um, I've got a lot of hand coordination from that and stuff. I feel like it's been a physical therapy for me. And that's why I like normally I do everything that I can, you know, the only thing that has really been a challenge for me is jungle gyms, but who wants to play on a jungle gym anyway? Um, so, you know, um, with the streaming thing. So it started as YouTube and what got me into it. Actually, there's, there's two sides to it. I'm not sure which side was the stronger um, motivation for it, but, you know, my kid, I got a little boy. He's He just turned 10, actually, this month. Um, for the past five years, he's wanted to be a YouTuber. And me and his mom, we don't want to let him do that right now because he's just he's a little kid. We don't want to put himself out there because, you know, the mm. world's a scary place. Um, you know, so we're thinking when he gets a little older. But the thing is, I kind of thought, you know, hey, maybe if I become a YouTuber that I could build up a base. And then when he decides to be a YouTuber, you know, um, Maybe he, I can do videos of him and help him build himself off of that. Right. But that was part of it. The other part was, um, I know I've met a lot of people like me. I, it's like when you have something going on, um, you run into people with that same thing. So I'm constantly running into like other amputees and stuff. And I've noticed that over my life, a lot of them have it in their head that they can't do stuff. It's not that they can't. They just got it in their head that they can't. So a part of me thought, you know, hey, if I start making videos and playing games, um, especially for little kids and whatnot, when they see me doing these things, maybe that will encourage them to try to do it, too. And I know that gaming's not that big of a thing, but that little small step, that little small confidence boost that they could get from doing it from watching me do it, maybe that'll lead them to go outside and do something else. And that'll lead to something else and something else. So finally they're just doing everything and there's no, nothing holding them back and they're just living their life. And that was kind of the goal. And I started to try to create this uh, help group too. That is just straight up for, Oh, you got one of my streams up. I didn't even notice. <laughs> I looked to my right. I was like, Oh, it's me. <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to, like, create a help group that – and I called it KIAMP um, for APT and Sora Kai, KIAMP. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's right now it's a Discord platform, and I'm trying to get other APTs in there and, like, kind of create a thing to where 
thing that I didn't have growing up because I had to figure everything out on my own. So maybe if I get people in there and we all talk and they tell me their problems, I can help them and we can all just kind of share things and, you know, just kind of make it easier for people to just learn how to live their life. Um, Cause I feel like in the almost 29 years I've been alive, I've got to where I'm a kind of a, a professional in the one arm things. <laughs> so, um, but streaming and stuff though, I moved to streaming from YouTube because you know, YouTube is fun, but I'm really bad at keeping up with comments and uh, editing. Like I am a procrastinator. I wish I wasn't, but I will sit there and say, I'm going to edit this today. And then three days later, I finally edit it. But streaming, <laughs> yeah, streaming is not that bad. Um, I can get on there. And at first it took me about, I think it took me three months uh, to really get on there and say, I'm going to stream. But once I got on there and started doing it, I got to where I didn't care anymore. Um, and I didn't care to talk to people and stuff and have people watch me. Um, so I just love it. I love getting on there and playing and stuff. And every now and then a, a little amputee will find their way into my stream. They're like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I love how you're doing this. And I'm like, yeah. And then I end up talking to them or being their friend later on. Almost every one of them end up in my Discord and I end up being friends with them and stuff. So one of my really good buddies actually uh, came from my YouTube. He messaged me about the Hero Arm. I don't know if you guys have seen my Hero Arm content or not, but um. I'm one of the leading content creators for the bionic can, the hero arm. Um, I actually have a Metal Gear Solid Big Boss themed arm. I'm the second person in America to get it. Yeah, I wish I had it on me. It's like way in there. I didn't think to bring it with me. But um, (laughs) it is the uh, Metal Gear Solid Big Boss's arm from the Phantom Pain. I'm the second person in America to get it. The first person was a girl named Lake, and I actually, I don't know her in person, but I know her off of Facebook and stuff. But uh, Mm -hmm. she's a pretty cool girl. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really cool arm. I like it. I like using it. It, you know, I like going out in public and stuff and I love it when people confuse it for an Iron Man arm, it kind of hurts my pride a little bit, but uh, <laughs> Iron Man, you know, cool, whatever, but kids love it and stuff. And it, I like that better because it, not that I don't care. I don't like, it doesn't bother me at all, but you know, after when you walk in Walmart and you run into like 30 little kids and they're all like, how'd you lose your hand? You know, that versus, oh, my God, that's a robot hand. This is so much better. And I like it because <laughs> <So, Yeah. laughs> I can never go into like a public store and leave without somebody being like, hey, bro, you got one hand. It's like, I know. I can <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. I did not realize that. <laughs> I had a doctor one time. I crap you not. I had a doctor one time. Was like, you know, you're missing a hand, right? Like, what? I'm like, no, no, I can't be here. I have to go find a new doctor now. <laughs> I was like, I was making every excuse. I'm like, I gotta leave. This guy's crazy. <laughs> let me but, let me yeah. ask you. You know. Um, Cause I know that we we've had uh, Brandon Cole on, uh, who worked on the accessibility features in The Last of Us Two. Uh, I'm familiar with folks over at Able Gamers and things like that. What does it mean to you now? You know, with with studios, I feel like, you know, just assess- accessibility being looked at more and being able to include more people that are able to game. Cause again, games are for everybody and there where there's a means, there's a way I can see even, you know, during your streams, you're using foot pedals and you know, mm-hmm. you've got your, uh, uh, your uh, uh, macro keyboard and stuff like that. Like, tell us a little bit about that. I spent almost, I think two years worth of trying to find a suitable setup for PC um, because 
Controller, you know, if I got one of these and they're amazing, I could do a controller no problem at all. Used to, I used my knee for the the right butt, the right trigger, and I would use my nub for the right bumper and then like the uh, the controls and whatnot, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I played really fine that way. But then the Elite came out and it has the paddles and it's like just a yeah. lot of ease because I can key these two to this. So that's no problem. But when it came to PC, it was a different story. Um, I had a lot of trouble because, you know, either I would shoot with the mouse or I would move with the keyboard. There was no in-between, and I had to figure something out. So I actually i have used everything from footboards to you name it. And one day um, I was on the Internet, and there was this guy on Reddit. He's, I don't even know what the username was. I would give the main credit, but I, it's been years ago, so I can't remember. But um, he mentioned that he used a foot paddle for um, a mute button for push to talk in Discord. Mm-hmm. And I was like, foot pedals. Okay, maybe there's something here. So I looked up and I found foot pedals. And then um, if you notice in my stream there, I have a game pad. It's the one on the left there. Yes. So that game pad is a actually it's actually a discontinued um, Logitech G13, which sucks because if it ever breaks, I'm gonna have to spend a fortune trying to get another one. But if you are in a situation like me, you're a below the elbow amputee. Um, this setup would be amazing for you, especially if you can bend it, like, you know, you bend your arm like this. Um, so the joystick that's down there is an analog joystick, and I keyed either WSDA to it, so I use that for movements. It's actually how I'm moving in Naraka there, the game I'm playing. Um, and the foot switches are my skills. So, you know, okay. I'll have, like, whatever I need. Um, and then the two buttons on the right, the little white buttons, the, I don't know if you guys are familiar with battle rails or not, but Mm -hmm. the bottom, uh, white switch is used for pinging items and the top one I'm using for emotes, you know, just whatever, but it's completely customizable. I can do whatever I want with it. Um, I have a couple buttons on my mouse as well. Like on my mouse, I have like these two little side buttons or whatever Mm -hmm. that I use. Um, so that's kind of what I do there. Now, like I play, um, I'm an advent final fantasy 14 player. Um, in MMOs, I usually don't use the gamepad for movements. I actually use the joystick for extra keys, and I move with the mouse. Yeah, so that I'll makes sense. Like, yeah, it's a lot easier that way. So I have five foot switches, and then I have, you know, WSDA, the keys there that I can use there, and I just I have a lot of skills. It gives me a lot of access, and it's an amazing setup. You know, surprisingly, usually when I make things like this, it crashes and burns, and it never works, but somehow I got lucky. And this worked. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think I think whoever blessed me, I don't know, I don't know what deity out there blessed me, but somebody did, and and it worked. So <laughs> yeah, that's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, it's it's an amazing setup that, and it's it's pretty costly. I'm not gonna lie, because the little buttons on the right, you wouldn't think it, but I searched the internet for forever trying to find a simple push button, just one push button. And the thing is, everyone that I find, actually, it's funny you mentioned AbleNet because AbleNet, I'm pretty sure, are the ones that make most of the buttons out there. But mm-hmm. if that's the company I'm thinking of, they don't use USB plugins. They either go into this like switcher box thing or they go into like uh, the Xbox's um, disability controller. I can't remember what it's called, but you guys know what I'm talking about. That uh, Yeah, that I think it's the adaptive controller. The adaptive controller, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't need that. I needed just a simple USB. So I finally found these, and they're like 80 bucks a piece, but they're worth it. <laughs> so they're pricey. <laughs> but it gives me extra buttons. So if I, if I can touch on, on that a little bit, you know, I, I think that that technology in general obviously can get expensive in, in, in any arena here. But I, I think that in, in some of the people I've talked to, that's been a... Um, 
challenge to overcome is is the cost to get either you know a, yes. a, an adaptive controller or to, to find that setup that works for them do you think is do you see any progress being made about being getting these prices more accessible to people uh, so that they they are able to afford it a little bit easier I see what I believe to be a lot of PR stunts um, uh-huh. mm. I don't I don't I don't know if I'm still indecisive about that. It's actually something that I've been uh, debating about for a while. Um, you know, and the ones that I do see that usually if they're helping develop, and if I, if there's something out there I missed, and I apologize, but mm-hmm. most of the things that I've noticed that they're working on are for people with right hands, and they don't really make left-handed things a lot, and usually when they uh. do, they're more expensive. And that's my disability. Like, I tell everybody that. Like, my disability is not that I'm missing a hand. It's that I'm left-handed. Right. And, mm-hmm. and the world is designed for right handed people. The only benefit that I have to having a left hand instead of a right hand is I'm blessed to live in America where all the driving is done on the left. So uh-huh. when I go up to drive throughs, I have a hand to reach my Taco Bell. You know, because if I was in like, some <laughs> other country, it would be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I can't. I don't have a hand. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, though, with that. I'll jump aside though. Um, yeah, so I know there is. I bought one years ago. It was a uh, the Razer. I think it's called the Razer Naga. You know what I'm talking about mm, the mouse, the Razer yeah. Naga. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the regular Razer Naga at the time. Now they might have changed it. It might be different. This is like 2000 and I think 17 or 18. So the regular Razer Naga um, was about 60 bucks, give or take, whatever. To buy the left-handed version, it was 95 dollars. Jeez. that was ridiculous same mouse just yeah flip. that's it and you know i used that for the longest time and finally i got this uh i got a g903 and it's i think it's called abridactrius is that the word for it where it's like left or right-handed oh uh, ambidextrous yeah yeah yeah. i was close i was close my, my accent killed it on that one <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know uh I got one of those and you know, those are the best types of things to get when you are uh, missing a hand because it doesn't matter what you are. It it works and it's Mm -hmm. just amazing. And I love them. Um, But as far as what I feel about them progressing, I think that we're starting to get into a boat of people making things for uh, people in my kind of book. Um, But I feel like that we need to drop the PR stunts and get more into like actually seeing what really works because I know like with the Xbox adaptive controller, I've owned two of them. So I can actually say that, yeah, I've used it. I, I had a sponsor at one point in time and they actually gifted me one of them. Um, and then mm. one of them was, uh, I think gifted to me for like a, a gift from a family member or something for whatever reason. But um, it, it, um, the thing about it is you look at the uh, adaptive controller and you think, you know, Hey, this it's good. It's got buttons. It, it actually doesn't. The two, uh, the two big black buttons that you see on the right, you think that they're uh, like, they look like little touch pads or something. It's not, it's A and B. It literally only has A, B, start, select, and a dial pad and the Xbox guide and a profile switcher. That's all that controller's got. It's $90. And then all of the extensions that you can plug into it are all kind of pricey. So it's like a giant money racket. I mean, I get it that it's designed to help people, mm-hmm. but to me it was ridiculous because even if you plug in a bunch of them, you have to then go out and buy this thirty or forty dollar adapter to plug into it, just to give it the power to run all the little things you need to run. And it was just this really 
I don't know, money taxing experience. Like it was, I don't know. I didn't like it. I got it for free. So, but I mean, it might be helpful for other people out there. I know I've heard many success stories with people using it and that's amazing. And I'm glad it worked for them. But just personally for me, it, it just wasn't my cup of tea, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, that's that tough. Yeah. It makes, it makes total sense. It's, it's almost like, like it's, it's pricey to begin with, but then they're not even being upfront with everything you actually will need, which is added on. And then by the time you're done with it, you're like, I've spent double triple what I've, what I thought I was going to have to spend. It's, it's annoying as heck. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. Um, so, you know, you, you're building up this, this community, which is, which is amazing. It's interesting to me because, because it seems like streamers have to be willing to put themselves out there. Was that something that you wrestled with at all? Or were you just gung ho about this from the beginning? Did this take a little difference in, in thinking on, on how you'd approach it? <laughs> Um, well, I have anxiety. I have massive anxiety. I probably don't mm. seem like I do, but I do. Even right now, like I'm dying inside. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, um, the thing is, like, I did a thing when I first started streaming. Like, I tr- the first time I ever streamed, I streamed for a total of 30 seconds. I had no viewers, nothing. I hit the live button, and I was like, what's up, guys? This is Sora. Sora. Uh, bye. And I, and just like, <laughs> cut it off. I had no viewers, nothing, but that was literally my stream. Um, and you know, I, I struggled with that and I did a thing with YouTube too. And I started doing this and I call it talking to the wall. And my wife walked in on me so many times. She probably thought I was losing my mind. But basically what I would do <laughs> is I would sit there and look at a wall for about an hour every day. And I would pretend I'm streaming. I would just talk. Mm. And I did that. Until I felt confident enough to where I would sit down, open up the stream software, and I would talk into the camera while it's recording, but this was never going to get uploaded or nothing. And I would use that to kind of get myself into the aspect of it. And now I feel like I could probably go into a public speaking class and just rock her socks, you know? So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it's, it's really weird because if you met me three years back, like, I actually took a public speaking class a couple years back and I was horrible. I failed it because I just, I, when I got in front of all them people, I would be like, uh, um, what are you, hi, you know, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> so I feel like it was a definite reprogram my brain kind of thing. And now it's, it's went from, um, can I do this to, am I going to say something stupid? So now every time, like every few minutes in my head, I'm like, don't say this. Don't say that. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? What would what would Ryan Reynolds not get away with? Because if he ain't gonna get away with it, you're not gonna get away with it. Don't 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 say that. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of what I do. <laughs> obviously, nerves are, are a universal thing. So for for people who are, are dealing with anxiety, is, is there something you would tell them so, so that they can get to the point where you're at and and be more comfortable with? with doing something, if this is a path they want to take? Um, well, I don't know if this will work for you, but it does for me. When my little voice in my head screams at me, I scream back at it. <laughs> so mm. my goal is to be louder than the voice. Um, but also with that too, I don't know, like, I guess like just kind of take into consideration that what you're hearing in your head, what you're feeling, not everybody else is feeling that. Not everybody else is thinking that it's, it's literally, a you thing. And once that you realize that you're in a box and you can open that box and it's okay, like just take the moment, let that moment of like that anxiety that you're so afraid of just for once in your life, 
let it hit you. Let that fear just hit you. Get it over with because it's kind of what I've done. And, you know, it's not going to be something you're going to wake up and just do. It's going to take over time. But once you kind of let yourself take that step out, you may not be fine, but you're good enough to the point where you're like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you will be fine. Because all it is is yourself, you're playing yourself down, and what you're afraid of most likely isn't even reality. It's just it's just in your head. It's mm-hmm. just something that's in your head. Well, let me let me ask you too. I know that uh, you know there's a talk lately, uh, especially uh, for the first. There's there's talks of not being on Twitch uh, just because a lot of people in the community feel like they're. You know, these there's hate raids going on and there's not a lot of protection for the content create creators. I don't know if you've experienced any of that at all, any kind of uh just people going in. I'm sure to some degree, but I- I'm seeing that people are getting it, you know, a lot and they're getting hammered with these crazy bots and things like that. Um you know, is that is that something, or at least for you, you know, if you do experience it, does is that something that turns you kind of away from Twitch a little bit? I know that Dr. Lupo just signed on exclusively with YouTube. I feel like YouTube's been working and and really trying to to push forward more with their streaming content, and I which I think is great because there needs to be competition. Competition, in my mind, also uh, inspires innovation. So uh, you know. Tell me, tell me, you know, what your thoughts are as far as with that, if that's something that you've experienced and, and, you know, kind of future wise thinking, you know, what, what can we do about that? What do we do about that kind of stuff? So I've not, the only thing that's really hit me as far as that goes is, and it doesn't really bother me. I just get them out on my stream as fast as I can. I get hit with the, Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to be famous bots a lot? And they put a link oh, up, yeah. which I'm pretty sure, pretty sure if you click that link, it's going to take your Twitch, but um, you know, or, or your debit card or something. Um, but I get that quite a bit. I actually think that Naraka stream you put up, there might've been one that popped or either that, or it was the guy that contacted me for a uh, graphic design, which now I think about it. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, with everything that's being said and done about that. Yeah. I have looked up a little bit of it. I know the, I think it, is it the DMCA or something like that? That's hitting them with uh, music and stuff. Like they're getting their channels like knocked down for having certain like audios inside the game. Like it's the game itself right, that's right. playing it. Um, and I've noticed that there was a game a while back. I want to say it was Cyberpunk. I think it was Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. There was an option in there to turn off um, copyright music and play non-copyright music, which was amazing. And I feel like if you know devs want people to stream their games and stuff, that's something they should seriously consider putting into games um, to, to prevent to protect the streamer. You know, because like right. you said, there really is no protection there for us. I know a lot of people were saying stuff like people would come in and they would donate like a bunch of money to them, and mm-hmm. then they would take it back, and the streamer still has yeah. to pay the taxes for that income base that they got, which is crazy. Um, the only real thing I've got as far as like harassment wise or anything on twitch and it's i wouldn't even consider harassment this is like the closest thing somebody has been like messing with me for the past four months there's about it's either one person or there's four of them but i think they know that i can't stand on even numbers they've heard me say it in the stream but they'll follow me and then they'll randomly one week take it away like i'll go from having like 300 to like three or i'll go from having like 300 to like 
255 or 254 followers mm. and then the next day it's back to 300 and then the next day it's down to like 254 and i'm like what is going on it's <laughs> crazy <laughs> yeah i can't and i'm sitting here like i, I never can't catch him i'm like who because it doesn't tell me who's following me or not i'm like who who is this like is this somebody right. i know like are they breaking me but uh with what you're saying though as far as going forward i can't really say because i've not got experience a lot of it beyond what i've said um, but I have seen what people are saying and I don't blame them for leaving and going to other places, you know, and whatnot. But as far as I go, I don't really want to leave Twitch because I've built about 300 people on there and I don't want to leave that. Um, if I do stream, I might do dual streams. Like I might stream to Twitch one day and then to YouTube the next. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I feel like until it physically either affects me to where it's an obvious annoyance for me, and my viewers, I'll probably just stick to Twitch for the most part. If it becomes a problem, like I'm getting shut down or I'm getting bans or or I'm getting mutes or whatever, then yeah, I'll, I'll most likely leave in a heartbeat just because like I don't want to put all this work into something and then they just get taken away because of something stupid that I don't have no control over, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I try to keep everything as like clean as possible and like uh, rules-wise on Twitch. I don't do anything that... Um, I feel like it would cause me to have some kind of like complaint against me. Um, which me saying this now, I'll probably like wake up tomorrow and have something yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> that seems to be the, the, the universe hitting me in life. It's I'll like, show yeah, him. He, he's, getting, he's, he's getting cocky. We're going to, we're going to. <laughs> right. You know, obviously you're, you're building such a great community. Where do you want to see this go over the next couple of years? And I know you mentioned obviously that, that you kind of started this journey partly because of your child uh, and, and maybe to be able to pass off uh, to them in the future. But what else do you hope they're picking up by seeing you on this journey yourself? So, you know, obviously what I said earlier, I want people to be able, like people like me to be able to do you know other things. I want them to get encouraged mm-hmm. and I want them to feel like, you know, I want amputees to feel like they can own the world if they try because, you know, the world's there for them to grab. It, it is. It's like they got every possible ability anybody else can. It's just it's a different approach and it's going to be harder for them to do. But with the community that I'm building or trying to build, um, I got two discords. I have the Five Finger Discount Club, which, yeah, I like, I like that name. <laughs> I have the Five Finger Discount Club. So that's, that's my main discord. It's where I'm at. And if you need to contact me, email's not really the way to go because I forget that exists. But Discord, I'm there daily. So, yeah. you know, um, but then the other one's Kayamp and it's Discord based as well. So with both communities, uh, obviously, Five Finger Discount is a lot bigger. Um, I get a lot of hero arm questions and stuff in there and I got my people I play with and whatnot and everything. And a lot of just my followers and fans are there and it's really good. I mean, like we got days where it's not really active. We got days where it is. Um, mm-hmm. it's just, it's touch and go with that. But with Kayamp, Kayamp is still in the baby stages and it's not really got to progress that far. I'm just started it not even like a month or two ago. Um, but I want to get to a point like right now, my goal is to get it to a point where I can help people like with advice and setups, like helping them learn how to do things, whatever, just kind of a talk thing. But eventually if I can get income from my streams enough to live off of or whatever, you know, just enough to make some good income. Cause right now I'm getting like a hundred bucks every three months, which is nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not really about the money. I would like to get, you know, money from it to where I could use it to help with like my family and everything. But yeah. also I would like to take a portion of that 
and put it into a fund with Kyant. And I would like to be able to set up like, um, I guess like kind of like a, um, a support thing for people. Like if there's a kid that needs a bionic can and they, they need like $500 to cover it, maybe they could apply to something eventually and I could be able to help them get it, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I want to be able to help people with stuff like that. And that is one of my long-term goals. And that's pretty much what I've come up to with so far. I can't promise that that's going to be a thing that's going to happen because Kyant could fail tomorrow. You know, my streams could fail tomorrow. I, I don't know, but that is my long-term goal and what I'm hoping that can become of that. You know, and I feel like that's what a lot of uh, streaming and stuff like that and building these communities and whatnot is about is, is being able to, you know, there's so many generous people on there and, and throughout the world that we're now connecting uh, in these spaces and, you know, to be able to then go and, and pass that love on and, and help other people out in, in different ways, uh, I feel like is super important. You see a lot of good come from that, especially with the, you know, something so specific as that I feel like you could do a lot of good uh, in that space. And not only, not only you personally, but then, you know, it becomes a community thing and, and everybody in the mm-hmm. community are then able to organize and put something together uh, to then go and, and help somebody else out, which is, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. Sora again, lay it on us. Where, where can we, where can we find you? Uh, when do you stream? What you got going on, brother? So um, you can find me, if you type in Sora Kai, you can find me on pretty much anything. I think on TikTok, I am uh, the one-armed bandit Sora Kai. I think I'm the same thing on Twitter. Um, but my main two things, YouTube and uh, Twitch. On Twitch, I'm Sora underscore Kai because Twitch wouldn't let me do spaces. They're mean like that. Um, <laughs> on YouTube, it's just Sora Kai. Now, if you type in Sorakai on YouTube, the first few results you're going to see is there's this band that stole my name last month. So if you scroll past them, you will find me right there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's this band. I forget what they were called before, but they had their name repossessed. And then last month they uh, they chose Sorakai. I know they know I exist because their name on YouTube is Sorakai Studio. You know, I'm there. (laughs) I see, I see you. Anyway, though, um, they, uh, their music's good though. You should check them out. (laughs) That's that's the point. (laughs) I'm not dogging them. I'm just like, "Mm, this name we're sharing. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, They, uh, you know, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, if you type in hero arm for the prosthetics, you'll find me there too. Like I'm probably the third video down. Um, I think it's, it's called uh, my bionic life is what I named it. But yeah, I stream weekly on Twitch. Um, I'm supposed to stream on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, but the last week I haven't really been faithful to that. Um, I don't know. I've, college started back and it's really mm. thrown me off because graphic design school is a very unforgiving school. It's, it's a, uh, you walk in and they're, they're like, hey, so here's Photoshop. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, this is everything. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys edit or anything, but that is some complicated, wonky stuff. They throw Illustrator <laughs> into the mix and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, <laughs> you know, it's a, uh, I'm killing these guys with one of those. But it, uh, you know, it's 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 a really interesting thing though. Like, I love streaming. I love getting on there. I love talking to people. It makes my day when I look to my right at Mother's screen, which is what I'm doing now. I'm looking at myself. That's why I'm like diagonal. But I love it when I look to my over to my right and I see like my Twitch chat going off. And I love talking to people, especially when it's new people. 
Um, I don't even care if they follow me, really. It's just more so that I'm interacting with these people. Um, they're thinking what I'm doing is cool, and I like that aspect of it. Um, I hate to say that I like the attention, but I do like the attention. Um, I think everybody does at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I just I like communicating to people. I like I like people. I like talking to them and you know, it's just, it's a fun thing to do. And especially when you run into other people in the conditions like me and I get to find out what they're doing and how they're doing it. Like I met a streamer, I'm going to name drop him. His name's the one hand medic. I met him the other day and he's similar to me and he's trying to build up money to get the same arm that I got, the bionic arm. Mm. And I helped him out by sharing his link in a couple of groups and stuff. And he's a really cool guy. I like him. He was uh, he was really nice. Um, then I met another streamer. I can't for the life of God of me remember their name because they had this like huge name. It's like one of those names where it's like blah, 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 two, 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 three, four, five, 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 you know, one of those huge <laughs> older, old original Xbox random <laughs> names that when you we, we ask your buddy like, hey, what's your gamer tag? They're like, oh, it's like five math equations. Like, oh, wow, you add me, you add me. Like, so anyway, I'll send you a picture what, of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what their name was. But anyway, they, they were pretty cool. They, they had an arm exactly like me, but they were missing the left side of the right. And uh, they were going on about like, you know, how they got sold these things that, that helps them play. And I'm sitting here like, ah, I'm jealous. I'm left-handed yeah. and that won't work for me. <laughs> so, right. But you know, Oh, it's, it's good though. I like it and stuff. The only thing like that gets me on streaming is I, uh, I'm one of those people that I have to have the best of everything. I can't like, I don't know. It's, it's always been a thing with me. I gotta have the best phone. I gotta have whatever, uh, which is a something my wife hates because I'm constantly spending <laughs> money. But, um, I say she regrets the day, the day that she said, I support you. Cause she told me a year ago that, uh, where COVID was hitting everything. Cause she's a nurse. She's a nurse. She's a COVID nurse. Um, she mm-hmm. had to work a lot more and stuff. She's like, hey, if you want to go back to school, if you want to stay home and just take care of the kid and stream, I support you. I was like, oh, my Lord, what what blessed me? What happened? Like, are, are you my wife? Who took you? I don't even care. <laughs> you're, you're staying. So anyway, um, she, she said that, and I got to stay here. But then I built this game studio. And if you can notice behind me, there's a green screen. That's an actual wall. Well, you guys can see it watching right now because it's like keyed out. But that's an actual wall that I painted. Um, I, I just one day painted a wall green and she's like, Oh, you painted a wall green. I'm like, yeah, I painted a wall green. (laughs) The only thing I don't like about it is to my right. No, it's my left. I got to fix this outlet because it's driving me insane. You can see the outlet there. (laughs) It's driving me insane. I, and like, I know I don't want to paint over the, uh, the actual white pieces, the little plugins. Cause I feel like that's a fire hazard, but yeah, so like I got this big new stream set up, and I use like four diff, three or four different green screens, and it's uh, it's been this big clunk of mess. But now I'm done with it. The only thing I'm missing, the only thing I'm missing, is I need one more stick of RAM, and then my setup is complete. <laughs> so, nice. But yeah, I, I like it. I love streaming. I love it. I love everything about it. It's fun. It's amazing. Um, it's costly as crap, but it's it's so worth it. Awesome. Sora, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Definitely be hanging out in your streams. We got to we gotta exchange Destiny or uh, Bungie, Bungie names so we can get down on some Destiny as well. Uh, I think Already that would be dope. got my dope Steam code on hand, son. So <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Lucas, what do you got going on this weekend? What are you, what are you getting into games wise, brother? 
Well, I, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I do want to spend more time in Avengers, but uh, frankly, this weekend, I'm I'm kind of excited to see Shang-Chi, the new Marvel movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, honestly, I'm still waiting for the Matrix trailer to drop to the public since they showed it at CinemaCon right. and it hasn't leaked. And I don't understand why in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> So that I am just on on Matrix Watch too. What about yourself, Ryan? Yeah, you already know. I'm about that. Uh, I'm beyond that destiny, and then I am going to finish up Mass Effect, uh, finish off the side quest, and beat it again. So then I could start moving on to uh, Mass Effect Two and and playing that stuff. And then I'm gonna find. I still need to beat Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I have four missions left. I am procrastinating so hard on it. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I will beat that, and then uh, and then uh, a litany of other games. I want to. I, I want to probably after I finish the next story game, uh, I'll probably pick up Halo again and see if I can't grind through those uh, campaigns. So. so the clock's ticking. Clock is ticking. I've got a yeah. I've got a deadline now, so I, I gotta I gotta put the time in. But Metal Gear Solid Five has to get finished first because uh, it's been it's been a long time coming. So. We shall see. But again, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Land Parties. We hope you guys are having getting your game on. I hope you guys are excited for the games that are coming out. There's a lot of spicy good games that are coming out. So anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. We hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week. And you know what it is. We love your faces. 